Hello, welcome to Dailyish, episode number 63 for January, Monday, January 5th, 2015. I keep saying 2014 on all my podcasts is the joke you should not say on a podcast. It's uh, minus 24 Celsius, feels like all of minus 34 Celsius, which uh, is about minus 29 Fahrenheit for the American folks who happen to listen. Um, this episode of Dailyish is brought to you by Campaign Monitor. Campaign Monitor is the first sponsor of Dailyish and continue to be so. If you're sending email newsletters, Campaign Monitor makes it fun, easy, and beautiful. Try your hand with their template builder and have a responsive email template ready in 60 seconds. So check them out at campaignmonitor.com. Well, it's a uh, new year, new, uh, nothing new really with the podcast, same podcast, new me, same me. I'm uh, recording a video version of this for the Patreon folks, uh, just to, again, as an experiment. It's not like a super big perk just to see my ugly mug uh, recording a podcast, but just for something a little different behind the scenes-ish and using the new uh, webcam that uh, sponsors our patrons, sorry, helped pick up. Um, hope your Christmas holidays was great uh, or, or break, time off from work, whatever you ended up doing over the last few weeks. I took in a bit of an intentional, well, I took an intentional break from work, as well as a break from podcasting, just sort of take a breath and uh, refreshed. It was actually kind of interesting because I was this last weekend with coming back to work now and back to podcasting this week and, you know, just stuff happening, kind of feeling like, I don't know if I miss it that much. I don't know if I, do I really want to be doing this? Is this like, I didn't have this huge drive to go back and record a podcast right away. But then I started thinking about topics and thinking about stuff for dailyish and show me your mic and other shows I do and things that we have planned for good stuff. And pretty soon it was kind of exciting again and thinking, but, uh, but it was good. It was good to take a break and just kind of stop doing stuff for a bit just to make sure that it was actually stuff I wanted to do. And, uh, turns out, uh, turns out it is. So, um, one of the things I got for Christmas from, uh, I think it was my parents that they picked up off my Amazon wish list, which is a great way to suggest things to your parents if they're, hard up for ideas or whatever for you and uh is the star wars trilogy on dvd slash blu-ray uh i didn't actually hadn't actually owned it ever i don't think no not even on vhs or anything back in the day but um yeah so it and with my the newest star wars coming out this year uh, i was kind of thinking about wanting to show and watch the the first four the real the only four three sorry not four episode four is what i was thinking about but the uh, first three episodes, anyways, of uh, Star Wars with my son, who's seven. He'll be eight in June. Thinking that it might be something that we do as a rite of passage as each child turns eight. Um, we're sort of sorting through some of those thoughts and ideas of how we might, um, you know, just mark different passages of time in your child child's life. Because there's one stream of parenting, a little sub-parenting rant or topic is one stream of parenting says well you just show your your as your oldest becomes aware and old enough to handle things the younger ones just get dragged along with it we have a seven-year-old a four-year-old and a two-year-old now um and so if you've kept up with the podcast you'd know that already but um anyways the that's one way and we often do that we'll watch like we've watched um like finding nemo or toy story or something and they'll just we wouldn't have watched that with our oldest when he was two necessarily because we were you know the single parent or single child overly concerned parents by the time you have three you're kind of like well whatever but no we um whereas other stuff we've tried to take a little more more intentional tact with things and and uh don't always succeed at it 
we're not great at it. We took our the two oldest to um, Big Hero Six on last week, and uh, the four year old was a little. I don't. I think the the bad guy was a little scary for him for some reason, and just kind of didn't sit right with him. And but he still enjoyed it. He still um, liked it, but probably took it in a little bit too heavy. And being on a big screen, completely different than on our little, well, relatively little, 32-inch TV at home uh, without the big surround sound system and all that stuff. It's a little easier for, for kids anyways to sort of disengage for a moment if they need to, whereas a big screen at the theater. Anyways, I'm, di- I'm going way off topic. So we're Star Wars. Um, the episode four, I hadn't watched in a long time. And I mean, I know the story, obviously I knew exactly what happened and all that kind of stuff, but hadn't seen it and hadn't really seen it in the context of my own kid watching it someday. And so on the other night I, I went over to my parents, they have the big TV and the Blu-ray things and the whatevers. And so watched it there and, um, I think it'll be fine for him. He's each kid is different. So there's no like magical age thing. I don't think, um, but for our kids, anyways, we've tried to sort of, there's, we're not in a rush to have them grow up in terms of what they watch. So if they still dig Franklin the Turtle, then let's let them watch Franklin the Turtle. No need to like rush them on to something bigger and more older or whatever. But um, yeah, with Star Wars, it's kind of a different beast. And it'd be fun to like go to the theater with him, having seen the first three and know what's where the story is at rather than seeing, you know, episode eight in the, in the theater or something like that. So, um, anyways, where was I going? Oh yeah. With episode four, having watched that and I'll talk about episode six or five and six when I watch them as well, I guess. But the, like Vader watching Vader, Darth Vader in it, it doesn't feel like he's as evil as we sort of remember. We've had like, what has it been? Almost 30 years of, um, like sort of culture media telling us and reminding us how evil Darth Vader is and the bad guy that he is, but watching it now and especially on Blu-ray, like where you see like, I mean, the viewers of this little video here in HD, it's one thing, but like on Blu-ray, you can really see the, the mask of Vader. Like I watched it when I watched it the first time when I was, I think I was like eight, between eight and 10, somewhere in there. It was on like an old crappy TV. It just happened to be on TV one night and I turned it on and watched it. That's my memory of finding out about Star Wars. But, um, you know, you, it was a bit grainy, a bit blurry here on Blu-ray. You can see exactly like the, the glue or whatever it's holding Vader's mask together and some of the stormtrooper stuff it's you know it's all especially for late 70s style movie editing and production it was great but it still is you know nowhere near the quality that we have today in terms of production value and so despite even with George Lucas's meddling and adding effects and stuff which were terrible like I can't believe some of the I, I know I saw the special editions updated um or the updated special editions or whatever of episode four when when it came out but again maybe it's the blu-ray thing but i don't know a huge screen but like just the i can't believe that they let that pass even in the 90s or whenever that was that he edited them where like the the maz eisley cantina and stuff and the uh, dinosaur or guys i'm getting the words wrong send me an email i guess but you know that just the on-screen effects are just brutal that he added i don't know why he thought that was good but anyway so I'm back to my kids the watching Star Wars. The the idea being, or the thought is, actually the, the whole movie is more or less okay. It's a lot of just you know space lasers and shooting and big explosions, but very little guts and gore. Aside from in the cantina at the beginning, the sort of first quarter of the movie is where it's kind of like, you know, the um, Obi-Wan slices the guy's arm off. Um, there's something else that happened. I forget what it was. But 
yeah, there's a few sort of more graphic elements there, I guess. But anyways, all good. Um, it was great to see it again. Great to hear hear and watch the hear the soundtrack, the fanfare start up at the beginning, which again I hadn't had been a while, and definitely had been a while since I'd seen it in with a you know good surround sound and nice screen and stuff like that. So that's what I'll be doing over the next little while is up watching Empire Strikes Back and uh, <coughs> excuse me and the uh, um, sixth one. <laughs> Oh man, I just lost a whole bunch of cred. Why am I blanking on it? I'll just leave it blank. I'm not going to Google it because I I failed and that's okay. Failed my Star Wars test right now. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, of course. Duh. Okay, so uh, year end brings about new new ideas. Oh, I'm already nine minutes in. I guess I better save it for next time. But the idea, uh, maybe by this, by the time I record next episode, I've done this already. I, I'm toying with the idea of taking a bit of a a rest, a break from social media stuff, especially Twitter is the main culprit for me where it, I just um, tweet unnecessary things, which I feel are funny and, and it's just kind of what I do. But then I waste a lot of time reading and replying to, not replying, like I, I enjoy the the conversations I have with folks, but yeah, just the stuff that I sort of read and don't really need to be reading. I could mute it, mute everybody, I guess, maybe for a while. Um, if there was an easy way to do that in TweetBot, I would just mute everybody for a month and, and then come back and see what happened. But um easiest thing is probably just to I'll probably turn off the my main Twitter accounts on my computer and my uh, iPhone and start with that anyways is one option Facebook is less of a draw but I guess if I get rid of Twitter maybe I would start getting distracted by Facebook more maybe go to Google Plus who knows anyways your thoughts love to hear them Chris at goodstuff.fm I'm iChris on Twitter for now and uh, thanks for watching and listening to Dailyish, episode 63. You can find it on goodstuff.fm slash dailyish. And uh, goodstuff underscore FM is the Twitter account for good stuff. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs>